Oh, back together again. It's so good. It feels so good. We got the gang back together. Yeah, it's true. Well, the, the band, gang's all here. Band. band. The band. Oh, gang's all. Gang's all here. The band's back together. Yeah, that's. You picking up what I'm putting down? Uh, the boys are back in town. Well, the the boys and the one girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, there was a. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> assume someone's gender just because they're back in town. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. People of all genders can, can be, be back in town. Can back, in be town, back in town. Can be out of town. Can be leaving on a jet plane. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. All right. Well, it's the honest bicycle program, and this is our holiday end of year something or other da, da, special. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and never brought to you know what I'm kind of sick so I'm not even gonna do it anymore and, and nobody really knows the words to that song that's also true well I even tried looking up lyrics and there's like disagreement <laughs> and some of it is like more Scots than others um and it's a problem so we're we're gonna let that go um that, all right and so. the, the singing of that song always involves a moment where like half the room is just going yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what happens. Blank, right? <laughs> well, everyone goes, everyone, everyone gets to like, you know, should all acquaintance be forgotten? And then it's like, and you never brought to my. And they're like, all right, great. And then people are like, should I? Just they're doing, yeah. There's that collective like realization, yeah, that, that, that no one really knows how to, how to finish what they started. <laughs> <laughs> like oh crap what have i gotten myself into i only sing this song once a year so i, I just don't have the yeah it's bad it's a um, tough scene uh, just just keep on faking it till you make it america that's how you do it uh all right guys so so what, what's been going on lately is there i don't know current events both both kind of by lo globally and locally what's happening well, I mean, over in my neck of the woods, all of the uh, cyclocross peeps are getting ready for nationals, which is next week. Um, eight, oh God, eight days away true. for elite nationals. Um, an amount of days that I math until Thursday for me, where I'll be doing age group nationals. Um, very exciting Neat. since it's in Hartford, which is within driving distance to my house. Yes. Yeah, that is exciting. Man, everyone is very, very excited about um, the Hartford, Hartford Nationals. I, I actually should mention, uh, I, I was going to raise Hartford Nationals. Uh, I don't think that's happening now. But, but I, will, I will be there. So I'm going to see maybe potentially, I don't know, both you guys thinking about coming up on the weekend to watch the Elite Races? Yeah, Definitely. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... I'm gonna head up there for the weekend to watch the elite races. Oh, okay. Well, then we should uh, we should meet up. We, we should, should take a photo out. together or something. Oh my god, Francis, you incredible. and I should meet each other in person. That would be cool. <laughs> Actually, meet each other. I know that'd be insane. Totally insane. <laughs> um, so, so Francis, I'm really excited for that moment. Francis, you're you're like you've got the inside line on 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 all the dope New England pros, right? Like you you hang out with all the cool kids. So, how are people preparing for? Hartford Nats, no, or with the with the weather report being what it is, and that there's probably going to be some like crazy ice and cold temps, okay. right? We're looking at like a week of like snowy, rainy crap, and then dropping temps. 
Yep. Well, I mean, you know, having my ear to the ground with all the uh, New England pros that live around here. Um, definitely. <laughs> like in your house. <laughs> literally in my house. Um, <laughs> uh, it definitely seems like they're concerned about the uh, kind of rapidly fluctuating weather that we're expected to get next week, which is going to be, um, you know, fluctuating between uh, freezing and not freezing. And um, since uh, the there are so many races that happen in nationals, the course is going to be changing dramatically um, pretty much over the course of the, uh, the several days that the non-elites will be racing. And they're kind of wondering, um, you know, how the course is going to get blown apart with like, you know, crappy ruts made and freezing and unfreezing. Um, so it's really kind of a crapshoot as to what they're um, looking at for the type of weather they're going to be seeing on Sunday, um, depending on what kind of crazy New England weather we get here. Um, I think a couple people are going down to the course today to kind of like scope out what's going on. But, you know, the stuff they see today may be completely different from the stuff that they see um, next Sunday. Uh, but I think, you know, everyone's doing their, their motor pacing out in the cold, frigid New England air here, um, you know, getting themselves ready, battening down the hatches for a good battle. Um, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun to have the whole New England crowd down there. Hopefully everyone will come down and, um, you know, watch what's going to unfold. I think it's going to be pretty wild, honestly. I think it's going to be a big party. Oh, yeah. There, it will be should a party. We do, should we do some, like, punditry and, and make some calls and some bold predictions? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, you guys want to do that? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be into it. Francis? Sure, whatever you guys want. Okay. Uh, well, do you want to do that? Do you want to do that now, since we're talking about it? Sure. What are, What are you guys yeah. predicting? Yeah. For? Okay. Let's let, Let's do that. Well, well. Do we want to predict what elite men and women's races? Sure. Maybe a bonus pick for the U twenty three women's because we have a pretty. <laughs> <laughs> we have a vested interest. <laughs> we do have a vested a vested <laughs> a vested interest. <laughs> yeah. The yes. Honest Bicycle Program is an Ellen Noble fan. It's true, folks. Yes, that's right. Friend of the show. Roommate of the show. <laughs> Currently <laughs> Ellen breakfast Noble. downstairs. Ellen Noble. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. We're so close to greatness. <laughs> imagine, imagine being those Ellen Noble's cornflakes. They must be so jazzed. Yeah, that, that's actually true. Ellen Noble <laughs> only eats her breakfast if the box has her face on it, which the cornflakes do. <laughs> cornflakes, Wheaties, other assorted American cereals. That's good. It would be a lot Just more complicated. Just mix them together in a big vat. <laughs> it would be a lot more if you're complicated. you're Ellen, you gotta eat a lot of Wheaties. <laughs> Imagine if she only drank uh, or used milk for her cereal that had her face on the box, and she'd be... <laughs> The milk carton, the, the back of the milk carton. She'd have to constantly go missing in order to have breakfast. Uh, I mean, as as much as we want to speculate here on Ellen's breakfast, which I could confirm if I walk downstairs. Uh, let's let's get to our. Uh, our <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but we think well, well, but we 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 are we are rooting for Ellen for U twenty three with. Oh yeah, this year. That's, right, that's right. That's okay. without saying. I think, yeah. Yeah, that's what we think is going to happen, and that's uh, we'll be very, very pleased. Not that there are not other deserving potential winners, but we know which side our bread is buttered on. Yes, it's on the um, Oh, is she making it's on the noble side of the bread? Breakfast for all of us? Is that what's going on? She's buttering bread. Oh, if if only. I don't think Ellen only. has toast for breakfast. Um, no, unfortunately, she is not making breakfast for the Honest Bicycle Program. 
<laughs> so she she seems like a totally is here's what I, I think would be funny uh because she seems like a totally chill down to earth extremely cool person i think it would be funny to create a bunch of totally ridiculous myths and legends about her that that would be funny i mean kind of like a a sort of like a paul bunyan myths and legends like Ellen Noble <laughs> sleeps outside to prepare herself for United States U23 Nationals. She is so yeah, like, like... adept to the cold that, uh, you know, it takes, you know, going down into Kelvin temperatures to affect <laughs> Yeah, sure. stuff like that with a, with a little, like, Bill Brasky uh, <laughs> sprinkled in there, too. Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, so elite men and women's predictions. Uh, let's start with the let's start with uh, Los Dudos. Um, so uh, I, I guess we'll go around. Uh, Matteo, Matteo, what is your bold prediction for I, I, you nationals? Know, I'm not sure that it's that bold, but I think that this year Stephen Hyde is going to win, and it's uh, going to represent a sort of changing of the guard, if you will, in men's American cyclocross. Ooh. All right, Francis, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, given my uh, bringing my upbringing in cyclocross, I mean, I've I've got to go with Powers. I mean, I know he <laughs> hasn't had uh, the most spectacular season, but you know, I know he's been training hard, and uh, you know, he's always or not always, but um, you know, in the last couple of years, been able to pull it through. Uh, down, so um, yeah, Powers. Cool, cool. Uh, well. I'd like to pick maybe a dark horse. Um, what? Uh, though I don't know. Is is uh, is is Curtis Wright racing U twenty threes or elite? I think he's U twenty threes. No, maybe he's doing U twenty. All right. I mean, that would make well. sense. Uh, what about uh, I don't know Tobin? No. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I think it's probably going to be Hyde. Uh, <laughs> You're 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 but, trying to like find another pick that like sounds reasonable enough just to have like a third opinion in the mix. Is that right, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you know we've got right exactly, exactly. Well, you know I think that we've got some up and coming uh, guys who are sort of on the bubble who who if things go right for them, um, you know if uh, uh, Stephen Hyde falls down and uh, Jeremy Powers also falls down, um, or if uh, again, if, if if Powers is. Uh cantilever gets lodged under his rim like uh four years ago <laughs> was it something like ago? that yeah Mario, oh, man, we, are, we, are we got rid of cantilever breaks. we are in the time of the disc break <laughs> Never the heard age of, of the disc break <laughs> i was the break of disc i, I was watching I, well, I was i was watching uh whatever race it was yesterday uh we're recording this on new year's eve morning by the way listeners that's the kind of dedication we have to you uh I forget what was it, Brico or something like that. And there mm-hmm. was a uh, Venturini from Cofidis was racing, and he had canty breaks. As does uh, Lucinda Brand of uh, Rabo Live. Oh right, well there you go. So it, they're still out there. I'm racing. Well, I'm not racing, but if I were racing, I'd be <laughs> racing on cantilevers. <laughs> uh all right well so anyway uh guys who are going fast who could be potential dark horses i guess and i'm just like completely cribbing this from uh the uh, they don't do that in europe uh editions of cross years radio uh, because they talk about this and they know more about cyclocross racing than i do uh would be guys like Kerry warner um though i don't really i don't know we'll see he's going good but i don't think he's like winning it category you know just yet 
Um, maybe, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, Tobin, Orton, Vlad, though. I don't know if he's, again, doing U23 or Elites. Um, so it, it makes it very hard to predict when I don't even know who's in what race. But realistically, <laughs> um, oh, man, there's one other guy I'm thinking of, and I, I'm just spacing on him. On, on who it is, but uh, oh well, uh, <laughs> we're just gonna go with Hyde, I guess, because that's what I think is most likely. Uh, and that's probably enough bloviating from me. Uh, okay, so that's the men. So we're thinking most likely Hyde or Powers. So I guess me and Maddie picked Hyde and Francis picked Powers, and we'll see, we'll see how mad Powers is after this season if he's sufficiently angry. To be like, no, I will still be champion. If he's got the fire in his belly. Oh, he's he's definitely got the fire in his yeah. belly. Hopefully fire in his belly and not like, I don't know, too many potatoes that morning or something. Ooh, don't don't, don't even I, I don't even joke about that. Powers takes that that shit very seriously. I, <laughs> I know he would he be does. mad if he heard that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like, this smoothie needs more kale. <laughs> more kale. <laughs> I uh, tried. I tried doing a kale smoothie once. It didn't actually work out that well. Uh, no, but you need like a pretty, pretty powerful food processor to to process. Yeah, kale. it the, turns uh, out it, it doesn't. Takes, you need yeah, the Vitamix. It takes some work to make that shit smooth. You need you need the Vitamix. <laughs> yeah. You really do. You really do because uh, like your standard blender, it reduces it to like flakes, and you've got basically lots of little kale flakes floating around. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. Kale flakes, not a pleasant textural sensation <laughs> when you're trying to drink a smoothie. Nope. What you really need to do is like hook up a blender to like your car engine and have like some sort of power takeoff transfer. <laughs> and, and you just like rev the engine like super hot. You get that blender going at like 8,000 RPM. That's what's going to do it to the kale. That might do it. That might do it. Yeah. The, I, you also got to you got to do that for like mangoes as well. Or you I, just end up drinking fur. I heard that that's what Powers uses his his Oldsmobile or his Pontiac or whatever that thing was. He still uses that, and it just powers his smoothie machine. <laughs> oh, now that he's now that he's got a beamer, now that he's got a beamer for getting to races and whatever. Yeah, he can just use his uh, whatever his old. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's just, just it's just a blender engine. His, his grandpa car. Yeah, he, he gets in every morning. He you know turns the key, and he just stomps on that thing, and it powers his blender, and that's how he makes those kale smoothies. <laughs> All right, we've got more myths and legends about American cyclocross stars. All right, <laughs> on to elite women. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. So I guess we'll go in the same order as before. So, so Matteo, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I'm actually gonna need like, like a little bit of information from you guys here. I assume Katie Compton is racing. That's as uh, far as had, I know. Like, kind of like, yeah. And but she's had you know a little bit of a, a quieter season with a little bit less racing and less travel. Um, so I think kind kind of like Powers, she is obviously a proven competitor, but a bit of an unknown quantity this season. That said, well, I, I don't know if I fully agree with the unknown quantity bit. Uh, an uh, acutely unknown quantity, not uh, not uh, not not like a long-term unknown quantity. You know what I mean? You know what well, I mean? I ca- sure, sure. I I would just say that she's kind of an unknown quantity in Europe right now. Like we don't know how she's going to do when she goes over and does like worlds and whatever. True, but yeah. But I mean, you know, she's pretty consistent on U.S. soil. She's yes. she's she's pretty consistent on U.S. soil. Um, there there have been some Americans who've been racing really well lately. I don't I don't know much about what the course in Hartford is like, so it's it's hard to like bring that element into it. And you know, I, I just think the question is like, is someone going to unseat Katie 
Right. Word on the street is that the course in Hartford is very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's a lot of use of the embankment by the river early in the lap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's te- going to be a technically very challenging first half of the lap. Like a lot of, uh, so um, beyond that, I don't really know, but, but it seems like, it, yeah, it's going to be hard. <laughs> Richard Freeze said via Twitter that it was harder than Asheville. Um, I will see about that. Uh, there was a lot of climbing at Asheville, but technically um, it could be harder than, than Asheville. So. So, like, and K. Like, Compton has won the last, let me do a quick count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. She's won the last twelve national championships. Plus bazillion D national championships. Bazillion D. Apparently there were women's American championship races before Katie Compton, but you wouldn't know it. You could be forgiven for forgetting. It just goes back so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb just because I like to shake things up and it, you always sound like a genius if you do a like the slightly less, the slightly less likely option I'm going to say Katie Anthony is going to going to break going to break uh Compton streak. Okay. Okay. Your dark horse. You got your dark horse. Mhm. So Francis, what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm just going to go with Compton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know she I, she's yeah. you know maybe maybe reaching the end of her career, but I think she's still gonna pull it together for nationals. Um, I mean that's kind of what she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, I, she likes that red, white, and blue. She does. It's true. <laughs> it'd, it'd be very. She wouldn't be pleased if she had to race in uh, like a normal looking yeah. kit. Yeah, I'm with Francis on this. Uh, even when Compton seems to be on the ropes. She's able to pull it together for nationals, and Georgia Gould really fought her pretty hard last year, but and, and that was a rough season. Um, but for Katie Compton, but you know she she still pulled it together, and I I just the only the only uh on like to be perfectly honest, the only racer who I think really has her number technically, and even then doesn't have her number is just you know. Uh, kind of equal in skill technically with her is uh, Katarina Nash and although you'd be forgiven for forgetting uh, Katarina Nash isn't racing America you know the US Nationals uh, because she's as it turns out not uh, not eligible because uh, she's uh, Czech still she is still Czech um, she's last we checked uh, <laughs> was oh, oh, oh Greg hey. is fired oh, kick him whoo. off the program <laughs> I was actually an accident, but I figured I'd roll with it. <laughs> Kick him off the program. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. I like that response to bad jokes. Well, I, I think you have to be an actual dad before you can, like, employ dad jokes in public. <laughs> what? In private, it's you know fine, when a joke but in, in public, I think you, you have to have, be a, an actual dad. Do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke? Is this going to be a dad joke about Uh-oh. a dad joke? It's probably going to be a dad joke about a dad no, joke. No, when does it... It becomes apparent. Uh, there we go. Yep. Yep. Uh, you're both kicked oh. off the program. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Honest Bicycle Program, it's a solo Francis podcast. <laughs> Francis just dials dials it up and just, uh, I don't know, goes on a rant. <laughs> I'd listen to that. Podcast. And another thing, another thing cheese. about beats. 
And this is yeah. what my housemates are having for breakfast today. That would actually be a hilarious and incredibly creepy podcast. It's just me, like, with a microphone creeping around my house, just, like, stalking Ellen and Scott. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I'm just imagining you just Please going on rant, that. like, just, just, just uh, doing a podcast being like, Scott Smith needs to shave his weird little mustache off <laughs> or something. <laughs> or just, like, we love you, Scott. everything Don't ever that change. Ellen does. Just, but... like, stand behind her and be like, ooh, and Ellen is choosing sweet potatoes for breakfast this morning. How will affect her, how will this affect her training later? And she's just like, ah, I'm moving out. <laughs> Oh yeah, God. yeah, please do this. You talk about behind the barriers with Ellen Noble. It's like more like more like over the line with Ellen Noble. <laughs> I love this. That would be my please. Let's my do podcast this. will just be in called a, Over the Line. Appropriate documentary. <laughs> yeah, Over the Line actually would be that would be my podcast. podcast. It's like the line is here, and Francis is about over a mile there. past. <laughs> Overstepping boundaries with Francis Morrison. <laughs> Uncomfortably close with Francis Morrison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are our predictions, I guess. Um, and also, uh, yeah, and, and, and kind of in the middle of the bingo score, we have Ellen Noble wins U23 women's. Uh, I guess Curtis White, U23 men's, probably. Though, I don't know to- if Tobin Ortonblad is racing. What a great name that guy has. Is Such racing, a European um, name. U23. Oh, I know. He'd fit right in. Um, if, if he's raised U23s, I mean, it's going to be between them, and that'll be a, an interesting... Uh, they haven't done, I feel like, a heck of a lot of races against each other this year. Come to think of it. Maybe I'm just crazy. But it might be because they're based in, like, different parts of the country. But maybe I'm wrong, and they have done a bunch of races together, because I, I, you know, I'm, I don't know. I've been focused on my own stuff. Anyway, we're, we're still on, like, our current events discussion. I think we only got into... Uh, to what? To yeah, we haven't gotten very far. So now we need to move on. So uh, I don't know, Matteo. Anything? Anything you want to bring to our attention, either either locally or globally? Well, I was watching the uh, the the Brico cross race yesterday morning, and I think the world gasped when Matthew Vanderpool took that uh, that pretty serious header. And no, that wasn't at Brico. That was the day before. Ah, oh, crap. What was yesterday? Well, the day before. Was it? Uh, you know the bike the, the race. Bike, the bike. Uh, race. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was some race, and Matthew Vanderpool uh, had an oopsie. He did. Which was, uh, which was. Um, you're right. You're right. It wasn't Brico. It was the other one. Um, but uh, it, that was such a big surprise to me because I, I was just thinking about how he, like, doesn't make mistakes. Like, like right at that moment, I was, you know, I was thinking, like, wow, you know, Vanderpool. He he always looks like he's about to crash. He always looks like he's about to flop. Like he's about to throw his bike like across the course, and uh, you know, like like Van Art looks like a super clean rider. You know, he he keeps it so under control. But he like bobbles and throws his chain. He doesn't really crash. But he like, oh, he, like he, Van he Art crashes. Makes mistakes. He crashes and then he, he crashes. Uh, switches to the motorbike he... and then magically gets to the front of the bike race, closing <laughs> immeasurable gaps, and then wins the bike race. Yeah. He stands yeah. He cr- for 30 crashes, seconds I mean... holding his back and then decides he'd like to bike race again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Van Art crashed at, at Namer and, like, the earth shook. Like, there was a crater. <laughs> like, he hit the ground so hard. And he still was yep, second yep, place yep, yep. in yeah. the end. 
Um, but you know, but like, like he he makes mistakes a little bit more often. But like Vanderpool just seems to for for all he looks like a sloppy rider, I just I so rarely see him make mistakes. I mean, I, that's... right as I was thinking about that, he comes in like super hot to this like little like crest and downhill and he winds up like basically like catching air over this crest landing on his front wheel and just falling the full distance onto his face oh that sounds familiar it was uh yeah you you should watch the video greg i think you might find it uncomfortably familiar (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, so i mean the thing is uh like i know you say he doesn't make many mistakes but like uh uh vanderpool's style is very much like high risk high reward yeah uh and he usually gets it right because he's just ridiculously ridiculously talented and and skilled uh but i have in person seen uh him come down the bumpy off camber descent into the bowl at uh ronsa and holy crap he looks like he's barely holding it together when he does that (laughs) and i'm sure that i'm sure that he's in more control than it looks but uh oh my god uh and so maybe he doesn't make mistakes very often but man when he does like he could really hurt himself and it looks like that's what he i mean did. that's kind of the yeah, nature so. of the european elite racing is that you're going so fast and you're always on the edge of being completely out of control mm-hmm. that like you know those guys are consummate pros and so they rarely do crash and you know, it looks like they're totally out of control, but they really are in control. But, you know, you make that one little slip up and you crash super hard. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think that I think that he shows it or he looks even wilder than a lot of the other guys. Though. Yeah, I mean, some people's Maybe. riding style yeah. is kind of like it's like, oh, he's going to he's go. Oh, he saved it. OK, cool. Oh, he saved it again. And some people are you're just like, you right. know, they're going along, they're going along and everything's fine. And then, you know, well, bam, total yard sale. Right. Yeah. One of the like one of my one of my like distinct you know first memories of of noticing Matthew Vanderpool race was uh it wasn't one of my first, one of my first but uh well my first memory was seeing him like chasing Sven Nice and he's like putting so much power down that his rear wheel was just like washing out like all over the place yeah and then I you know I don't remember what season or what race it was but a couple of years ago like he won you know one of his first elite races um and and there was this part of the course that was like a little like like downhill to 180 uphill and it was like muddy and slick and he was like flying into this downhill hopping off of his bike at full speed and then like like skating like sliding down with both of his feet sliding and then like somehow he would you know grab the the post at the turnaround point with one hand and he was just like (laughs) holding his handlebars in the other hand and he would swing around and his bike was like flailing all the way around. You know, his bike was like flailing in the air as he would like whip himself around this corner and then he would start running up the other side. And it just looked like it looked like madness. It looked like oh, that's not how you ride a bike. This is crazy. It was crazy how. How fast and aggressive and risky and sloppy it looked and how successful successfully he did it and i think that just like sets the tone for his riding style and it's yeah. amazing yeah um anyway I, apparently he's basically okay i mean maybe not not okay enough to to race the day after but he didn't 
break any bones, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, so heal up, heal up, Matthew, uh, because I guess you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be really. He's got to be there at Worlds to give uh, Wout Van Art something to think about mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. So let's hope that he's at one hundred percent for that. Um, yeah, I I don't know that I have much. I guess um, I guess that mostly covers it. I, I I will say for anyone who cares, I rode my bike on the rollers the Yay! other day, yesterday, Hurrah! and it didn't suck. So that's for me. That's that's great progress right now. I'm very pleased with that, and hopefully I'll be able to start riding like a normal person again. But I you know it was a month ago actually now just over a month ago that i hurt myself and i'm finally <laughs> getting better so i i rode i also rode before that i rode out to meet uh me and matteo and uh, uh matteo's sweetie heidi uh hung out because they were in boston and we met up at a pizza parlor i rode out there um that was okay it was fine yeah but i i, I caught a ride home so they could see my house did you do you think that you can get a few more miles in and get to uh get to your nice round number for the year? Uh I don't know. I mean officially I've got I don't know. Five, oh yeah, so the the context here is that I'm barely short of 6000 miles for the year, which isn't that many miles really, but uh you know, it's I think the most annual miles I've done. But I'm I'm short by gosh maybe 20 or 30 miles it's not a lot i can actually probably go look i can go look at my strava and that'll tell me let's see all right strava what you got for me what you got hang on it's taking its time uh it says i've done 5969.5 miles this year oh man so i'm like 30.5 miles short of 6000 miles I don't think I have time for a 30-mile ride today, nor am I entirely certain I'm up to a 30-mile ride today. So, yeah. So, what? it's fine. It's fine. There are, there are like probably enough little little rides I've not bothered to record on Strava um, that it's probably like 30-ish miles. Was, <laughs> that's my, that's my you know, story. You're in your kitchen, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, sure, sure. Um, testing out things uh, once I've, um, you know, when I'm putting together bikes and whatever, uh, testing them out in my basement as I ride like ten feet from one side to the other. <laughs> yep, um, it fits. Yeah, it totally fits. It works. My basement's pretty big. It's voluminous, but I can't actually ride a bike in it really, um, which I guess is just too bad. Uh, all Ooh, right. Bad. So anyway, that's what's going on with me. My my legs are working mostly. Uh, it's pretty exciting. So at this point, we should remind you that we're on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Have been for some time. Have been for some time. Have been for some time. Uh, and the Wide Angle Podium Network is a bunch of really great podcasts about, oh, bikes and being an athlete and also about music. There's one about music <laughs> I thought you were going to say being an ass. It's like, all right, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be, there's at least one podcast on there about that. Um, How to Be an Asshole by Matty O'Greg and Francis. <laughs> That's our alternate. 
Pro tip. That's that was that was a plug yeah, for our uh, other podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but most of the podcasts, unlike that one, are actually really great. Um, the the yeah the how to be an ass podcast is not good. Don't listen to that one. Uh, but the rest, go listen to them. Go you know listen to things like Crosshairs Radio if you want to actually know something about cyclocross racing, um, both in America and abroad. Uh, those those guys actually know what they're talking about. Good interviews there. Listen to the Meyerson line, uh, the Slow Ride, of course. Um, you know the Consummate Athlete is a great podcast. Um, with uh, Molly Hurlford and uh, Peter Glassford, is that I think their names right? Um, I actually met I, I met Molly when I was in Northampton, and that was very exciting. Um, so Molly, um, Molly, and Peter are <laughs> two awesome people. And P and Peter, Peter was there too, and yes, they are they are tremendous. They are tremendous. It was uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with uh, them as well as as well as uh, your housemates, Francis. So uh, that was that was a really fun visit. Um, so they and they do a great podcast and and they get some interesting people on there and talk about a variety of things, not just bikes. So if you get kind of sick of of bikes, uh, I would say uh, go give them a listen for kind of a a, a different take. Um, they they also have bike people on, but um, yeah, not exclusively. Uh, oh, and and Canada. So like you know, yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so wide angle podium is at wideanglepodium.com, and we would love it if you wanted to donate become a member uh that helps us out right we you know we do this not to make a living at it uh <laughs> but it is really really nice to get a little bit of um i don't know a little bit of assistance you know just a little bit of love uh it lets us do things like get uh shiny new microphones and, and windscreens for them which which we now all have windscreens yeah that means windscreens. that we coming at you sounding better that's right. Sounding better, sounding great. And it's thanks to you. And so we can keep doing things like that. Thanks to you guys. Um, we can, I don't know, um, buy candy. Uh, More like candy. So, All the candy. So, more candy. So to do that, <laughs> go to wideanglepodium.com slash donate. Uh, additionally, you might remember that we had a donation drive this summer. And if you became a member during the donation drive, first of all, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We love you. Thank you. Um, Listen, you are why we do it. You are. It's true. You are why we do it. Um, what is it in this context? The podcast. The podcast. We're gonna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Francis. I was. You did not disappoint. Sorry, me. listeners. <laughs> that's what we were. No, that's what we were waiting. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> you nailed it exactly <laughs> much like I your did. mom <laughs> 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 uh, ah, classic classic all right uh anyway uh so if you became a member at that time <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> this is what you get um but also uh you probably received in the mail or at least you should have received in the mail a narweasel's number plate from the world famous narweasel's mountain bike race Put on by Results Boy, uh, Results Boy, Colin Reuter, uh, Cross Results Master, who, by the way, seems to be preparing for nationals by cross country skiing. Uh, I'm not really sure how that's going to work out for him, but uh, he's actually a, a really good cross country skier. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He sandbags himself just as much in cross country skiing as he does in cross. He's like, oh, I'm not very good at it. Like, oh, shut up, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, yeah, you're not very good compared to, like, I don't know, the top ten of the elites. <laughs> Fine. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, um, hopefully that works out for him. But, this is where we now do a donor drive drawing. And we'll say that about eight times to, to really get tangled up. But uh, we're, the we're triple D. Pick a number. Yes, it's the triple, triple D. D. The triple deuce, <laughs> which is not a situation you want to find yourself in. But uh, given given the bike racer diet, I mean, it's not really that surprising oh if you do find yourself Hour in, in that situation. Jokes. But <laughs> sorry. Well, you said triple D, and like I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, now I'm thinking of heavy D. R.I.P. Pour some out. Um, Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Thanks a lot, Francis. That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> Doing your mom and making you lose your train of thought. Oh. <laughs> my poor mom. Uh, all right, anyway. No, my mom loves you. Um, not, not, like not in that manner. So, no, not at all. Uh, so, right. So if you became a member, let's get back on track here. If you became a member during the donation drive, you got one of those Narweasel's number plates in the mail, and... That is your random draw number to win, possibly, prizes. Cool possibly, prizes. Possibly. Great If we prizes. feel like giving you prizes. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, so we're going to pick one out. So you have four chances to win, okay? It's not just on our podcast. It's also on Crosshairs Radio is going to have a drawing. Um, Slow Ride Podcast is going to have a drawing. And the Consummate Athlete is going to have a drawing. And, of course, we're going to have a drawing. So what that means is that we need to go and uh, find our... Um, random number which has been sort of pre-selected but but our number has been buried under a pile of greasy freewheels uh so so i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to do some digging so if you'll just it's wait messy. Right, here we go all right all right here we go oh my. <laughs> all right this is a really deep pile you guys this is this is pretty disgusting it's a deep pile. <laughs> and and oh and sharp ow Ow! Alright, but I'm making progress. I'm, all, I'm almost there. This is, this is actually, this is, okay, this is like a heliochromatic hub. It sounds like you're banging uh, an old robot. No, that is disgusting. <laughs> I don't think that robot appreciates being banged. I am not a robosexual. Um, wait, almost there. Just a couple more. Uh, uh, uh. Alright. Ugh, oh, ow. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's the number. Whew! I am now covered in sweat and chain lube and, like, grime. And also I have, like, cuts all over me from... Sounds like you just did a robot. So I hope you people are grateful. <laughs> I am now, I'm now going to read out this number. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty greasy. Hang on, let me try, I'm trying to rub it off here. Rub, wow. rub that number out, Craig. Rub it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's disgusting, Francis. Sorry, uh, I had too much coffee. Your, <laughs> too Coffee. much what oh yeah i guess so well anyway and the number is uh can we get a drum roll that's my desk three seven zero three seventy three hundred seventy that's the number that's your random number 370 so so if you happen to have uh a number plate with the number 370 on it what you should do is get in touch, all right, so email or tweet at Wide Angle Podium uh, with a photo of your winning number plate. Okay, so uh, as far as that email goes, so the, I actually maybe should have had the Twitter account right in front of me. I think it's just Wide Angle Podium 
on Twitter. Let me just check that. Yeah, you want to tweet at the uh, Wide Angle Podium Twitter, not the Wide Angle Podium underscore After Dark Twitter. Wait, there's an under... There's an... Uh, shows what I know about the network that we're allegedly on. That's actually just a bunch of pictures of, um, you know, bike racers with greasy chain wheels with pictures that say send nudes. Oh, really? Oh, really? Gross. Uh... <laughs> So, all right. so here's here's what you can do. So <laughs> so tweet at, uh, it is twitter.com slash wideanglepodium. So it's at wideanglepodium on Twitter. And as far as email, um, I'm trying to decide who you should email on the uh, account. Um, uh, is there a contact form here? Boy, we are so good at this. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I guess you could send it to Spencer. Yeah, send it to Spencer. Because he's got his email right there. So Spencer at WideAnglePodium.com. There you go. So if you have number 370, once again, take a picture of your number plate and email it to Spencer at WideAnglePodium.com or tweet it to at WideAnglePodium on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, and we are super organized and good job. Good job, us. Good job. I take, oh, good, yes, great job. Great job. Uh, so, uh, we do have, uh, we have an advertisement. So I want to do that because we have a sponsor, which is really great. We love sponsors. We love having them. As with the last few, uh, times, it's Health IQ. Now, do you, do you guys know about Health IQ? Have I told you about Health IQ? Tell us all about it. So I'm, I'm guessing you, I'm guessing you don't know. Well, I can correct your ignorance. It's fine. So Health IQ is a way to save money on life insurance. Now, do you guys have life insurance? I've been thinking about it, but I just don't know which policy is right for me. Okay, well, first of all, you should have it because you've got, like, loved ones and stuff. And uh, should, look, we don't want to uh, imagine uh, the worst happening, um, but it could, right? Uh, however, there's good news, Matteo as far as finding a good policy for you, because as an active person, as a cyclist uh, who, who is health conscious, you actually have a lower risk of death than the average person in the population. How does that sound to you? I'm listening. Well, like not, a lower, not a lower uh, risk of death, you know, <clears throat> ultimately, but early, unexpected death. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bad the grim. <laughs> Bad news, uh, you will die at some point, but you're probably gonna 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 last a long time. Is the point? Uh, and and so to the to the extent that you have a 45% lower cancer risk than uh, the average person in the population, an 18% lower heart disease risk, and your risk of early death is 28% lower um, than most people. So that means that you can actually qualify for a special rate on life insurance. How's that sound? You could pay less because you're less likely to die. So. I think this is great. I think this is a great pitch, though, isn't it? Like, not only not only should you take up cycling or other health-conscious activities and, and lifestyle choices, right, because it will prolong your life, that also means that you can save some money, okay? So how do you do that? Uh, I would say go to healthiq.com slash honestbicycle to learn more. You can get a free quote, all right, and learn more about uh, how Health IQ uh, brings you lower rates how they how they calculate that and how you might qualify all right so health is all about health literacy 
uh, all about a data-driven approach. So they're definitely going to get you the right rate um, for the kind of person you are. And I would say, yeah, you should you should really look into that. Life insurance is an important uh, thing to have, especially if you've got a family. Um, like I said, like it, it might seem uh, perhaps a little morbid, but you know, it, it's really not. It's about it's about taking care of the people who care about you and who you care about. Uh, you know, in in case of a really terrible thing happening. But uh, anyway, because that terrible thing is less likely to happen, you can save some money. So go to healthiq.com slash honest bicycle. That'll tell them that you came from here, uh, that uh, their advertising here is worth something. And uh, that's uh, good for us and good for you and good for them. So thanks to Health IQ for supporting the Honest Bicycle program. Okay. So that's done. Uh, what do we got? Do we are we talking a little bit about uh, what are we going to talk about? We have we have, we have, I don't know. We've we've got something I'm sure. Something do we want to close out? With, is this now a best bike thing of 2016? Maddie, was there something else that I forgot about? No, yeah. Let's uh, let's close it out with the. Uh, I think we we have two we have two pieces of uh, the sort of round robin action going on here, and I'd like to hear from each of you. Yeah, let's start with the best the best bike thing you did in 2016 we'll go around we'll do that and then we'll talk about our own personal bike goals for 2017 that sounds good well matteo since we've been going in this order i guess so we'll we'll start with you again or was it we were, were we starting with francis i don't remember <laughs> we'll start it doesn't with matter why do you go francis oh boy no way start with matteo Okay, we'll start with Matteo. Francis can think really, really hard. Now, Francis, don't get distracted by dirty jokes as Matteo is talking about uh, his thing here. you got to come up with something. I will do my best, but I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit torn um, on, on the best bike thing I did in 2016 because on one hand, I had a really, uh, really wonderful vacation, bike and vacation to Tucson last winter with my sweetheart that was like, just one of those trips that you remember for a while, and that feels real good. But the other thing that I had was uh, I won a pro track race at T-Town in July, and I think that it's just going to, that's going to be one of those like career highlights that's going to be very difficult, uh, if not impossible, to top for me. Um, this is the one where you beat uh, Bobby Lee. Yeah. Among others. Yeah, which is just not... Not a thing that I would have ever expected from my from my bike racing, and I also got to got to start the season racing at the NSC Velodrome wearing uh, number one as the sort of reigning track rider of the year, and that was also special. So I was like, it was my last season there. I was about to move, um, so all of those just kind of kind of rolled together to a to a a good experience this season. Hell those yeah. are three things. My best bike thing is three things. Sorry, I cheated. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Too many things. <laughs> Francis. Well, I mean, in previous years, most of my best bike things would have been centered around racing, but given that I didn't actually do a whole heck of a lot of that um, this year, nor did I train for too much of it, I'd say probably the best bike thing I did uh, was uh, the week that my boyfriend and I spent on Nantucket riding all of the secret trails on there on mountain bikes, which is pretty sick. Um, if you didn't know and you have ever been or will ever go to Nantucket, you should absolutely bring a bike 
that uh, works well on dirt because there is tons of undiscovered road and lots of conservation area that you can shred in and that nobody else who goes to Nantucket will go to. So as busy as that island is in the summer, you will be completely alone on these awesome dirt conservation trails. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that's that's my highlight for, for 2017. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I would say for me in, in gosh, um, it was a bit of a rough bike year for me, as as you as you know, uh, but but uh, I did finally, finally, finally enter a stage race, the Killington Mountain Stage Race, and even though that in many ways went horribly, <laughs> overall um, that was a really really good time. Um, it was it was really nice to have that kind of. You know the nice the nicest thing about uh, collegiate racing was that team camaraderie and getting in the van together and and doing your meals together and all that and hanging out and you know I got the best part of that you know we hung out in a house together um, we uh, you know so before and after the stage we were working together um, we helped with each other out with feeding zones and the different races. Um, I love um, my, that stuff. My teammates threw it's great. My teammates threw a little birthday party for me, um, one evening. It was it was really really a great experience. You know, I got to be a good Samaritan. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was an emotional roller coaster for sure. Uh, it was it was really brutal, but on at the same time, um, you know, I'm I'm really gonna remember the positive uh, aspects of that experience, and I can't wait to do it again and. Uh, kind of have it go a little better for me physically that that weekend so yeah that's for me so all right our next thing is uh finally uh we can close out on what are your your i guess your bike goals <laughs> squad goals whatever for <laughs> 2017 hashtag squad goals yep so uh matteo You know, I'm I'm working with a coach this year, and I'm my my goal is just to see some some big old gains uh, on the on the the wattometer, and to have those translate into uh, being able to cause a ruckus in some high level bike races. Nice. I'm gonna leave it general. I'm gonna leave it as general as that. Francis. Uh, I'm looking forward to kind of hitting the reset button and maybe uh, if I can if I can handle it actually doing some some base training so I can you know have some fun in some summer criteriums and actually have a cross season um, instead of petering out um, so yeah I guess I'm, I'm looking forward to that cool uh, and for me uh, honestly um, I like the idea of some gains and some training whatever my my big thing is to get is to get healthy um get healed up and to really work on addressing um like you know get kind of uh fitter and more flexible and stronger not not meaning just like like watts but but you know lifting some pieces of metal up and putting them back down and oh i mean make some gains i want to make some i want to make some strength gains yeah i do want to get swole uh, so that's that's my goal: get healed and then get swole, so that I can then um, hopefully pound out some more watts. Um, <laughs> that's maybe not the 
<laughs> phrasing. Uh, but yeah, pound out those watts. Pound out those watts uh, with your mom, and that'll be. <laughs> That'll be that'll be really really good, and so uh, it'll also help prevent things like smashing my body um, every single time I get on a bike, which would be nice. Don't like doing that. Nope, less All right. smashing. All right. So, <laughs> well, yes, less smashing. Well, except well, we want good smashing, not bad smashing. So, yeah. do we have any yeah. any final uh, any final 2017 thoughts on uh, the Honest Bicycle Program to share? Any words of wisdom? Eh, I words do of we wisdom. Do words of wi- I think we do like shenanigans. I don't know if we're words of wisdom kind of. Yeah, That's true. I don't have too much wisdom. I mean. Well, how about, I mean, look, ride hard, stick it anywhere. Um, <laughs> mm, I wouldn't time. stick it anywhere. <laughs> I would stick Just it ask in first. a couple of places. Yeah, ask <laughs> first and then stick it. <laughs> Oh, I just, I don't know. I uh, just, uh, I don't know. Be, I mean, you be... can you can stick it anywhere, but just ask permission first. <laughs> sure. I think what we're trying to say is be adventurous uh, and, you know, keep your, keep your chin up. Uh, and we're going to, you know, as far as I know, we're planning to still be here and still doing ridiculous shenanigans. So we'll be here for you. How's that? Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Sounds well, real. With that, oh well, <laughs> real is definitely what we do. That's why we. Uh, that's why we talk about uh, Jeremy's. Uh, Jeremy's, you know, I don't know, V six powered um, blender, <laughs> and uh, Ellen's huge buckets of uh, cereal that you know are endorsed by her. Massive cereal buckets. <laughs> cereal buckets. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, just, we, we bring you the insider information like that. Um, so that's what we're going to do. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for us for 2016. Of course, you're probably going to get this, I don't know, uh, 2017, uh, maybe, I don't know, a couple days from, from now. So I don't know, maybe it's New Year's Day, maybe it's the day after. Um, and we'll uh, catch you in a few weeks. Hey, tell you what. We'll get together, we'll see each other at um, Crossnaps, and we'll hang out a bit, and uh, then we can talk about that uh, next time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, well, until then, I've been Greg. I've been Francis. This is Matteo. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, we adore you, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.